0: الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا، من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدنيا سجن المؤمن وجنه الكافر <laughs> respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home from the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the greatest honor, respect, and dignity is given to hazrat insan, human beings, from the entire creation of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The highest position, the highest ranking, honor, respect, dignity is given to human beings, insan. Again, from human beings, from insan, the highest honor, respect and dignity is given to the Muslimin, to the mu'mineen, to the believers, to
1: those who have surrendered to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, from the Muslimin, from the believers, from those who have surrendered to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the highest honor respect dignity is given to those who are the mustaqeen from the believers those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who live a life of obedience like how we obey the law of the country while driving when we come to the traffic lights and he said the red color we have to stop and when it's green we go we respect the law of the country in the same way the believers respect the law revealed to Alaihi Wasallam. slowly elevating their position from being just normal Muslims to become muttaqeen and again from the muttaqeen even higher than the ones who obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with total obedience with taqwa another higher rank are those people who are titled with the word shaheed ash-shuhada who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much that when the time comes they don't think twice in sacrificing their own life for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even higher than the shuhada, according to the to the Quranic terminology, wama yutiil illah wa rasul ka ulaika ma alla zin and amallahu alehim in Siddiqin begin shuhada wa Salihin. According to the Quranic terminology, even higher than the shuhada' is the siddiqeen, the siddiq, Hazrat Abu Bakr siddiq. Higher than the status of siddiq is the status of Anbiya alayhimu salatu salam, the prophets, who are infallible beings, absolutely protected from all sins. Sins don't come close to Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam. They are protected, divine revelation comes to them. They are the most honorable beings. They are more powerful than even the angels, even more powerful than Jibreel, Mikael, Israfil and Israel is the status of Anbiya alayhim And once again, from all the prophets that were sent, that walked on the face of this earth, the greatest honor and respect is given to khatamun nabiyin muhammad mustafa sallallahu he was the only prophet to be titled as imamul anbiya the imam of all the prophets ibrahim alayhi salam performed namaz behind him musa alayhi salam performed namaz behind him isa alayhi salam performed a namaz behind him Chronologically speaking, he came last, but the status has no boundary. Allahu Akbar. The greatest individual figure who is titled as being Sayyidul Awwaleen Wal Akhireen. The leader of all those who came before him and all those who come after him. So powerful was his ranking that every prophet including Adam alayhi salatu was salam had mentioned his name Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to the community that the prophets were sent to every scripture that was revealed to Moses Musa alayhi salam to Jesus Isa alayhi salam to David Dawood alayhi salatu was salam in every scripture Scripture, a clear mentioning of Nabiyyu kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was there. In fact, such a lofty status. There is no one in the creation of Allah, subhanahu wa taala, that is remembered like how Hazrat Nabiyyu kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is remembered. He is remembered throughout the year, 24 hours, every minute and every second. This incredible Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, is remembered without a doubt. And just to throw more light to what I have said, make it a bit more easy for the brothers to understand. One has to only travel to Madinah Al-Munavara, any time of the year, any time of the year. And witness the beautiful Rosa, the resting place of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the private room of Hazrat Aisha radhiyallahu Ta'ala Anha. Incalculable people stand in front of the Rosa, surrounding the Rosa, from all corners, Stand up in humility and give their salatu wa salaam to Rahmatul Alameen. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Go at eleven o'clock, go at twelve o'clock, go at one o'clock, go at two o'clock Go after Isha, after one hour when the doors of Masjid and Abwi are locked up, then you will see incalculable people outside the Masjid giving salam to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The name, the greeting, the mentioning of Muhammad does not stop. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The only time it stops is when the Imam of Haramain and Sharifain stand in front of the musalla and when they say Allahu Akbar. That is the time the believers have to obey Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and fulfill the obligation that Allah has put in front, imposed on them, the Fard. The minute the Imam says Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah, you see a crowd running towards the Raza of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu anxious to again greet rasulullah sallallahu wasallam and when i say 24 hours every second even when the namaz starts in masjid nabawi there are other muslims in the world who send salam to the prophet during that time so 24 hours in total huzur is remembered by human beings we won't talk on the subject of angels, the angels are there all the time on the roza, in front of the roza of Nabi wasallam in the heavens, everywhere, a group of angels. Subhanallah and the duty is only to send Durus Sharif to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is the status of Nabi Iqareem Sallallahu Alaihi
0: Wasallam.
1: Subhanallah. If he came close to anything, that item becomes precious. If he touches anything, that item becomes invaluable. There is no price to it. You can put a price to Buckingham Palace. You can put a price to anything in this world, but there is no price for anything that has been treasured and respected by Hazrat sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One example is, he came close to hajr-i Aswad, the black stone attached to the Kaaba. He came close, he kissed the black stone. The black stone, Allahu Akbar, has taken place in the heart of every Muslim. The same condition applies to the black stone. 24 hours throughout the year, anytime you go to Haramayna sharifain you will see the Muslims there, piling close to hajar al aswad wanting to kiss the black stone. Why? why do muslims want to kiss a stone one must have his aqidah clear we are not the people who worship stones subhanallah we are only kissing the stone because that is the sunnah of prophet nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat umar farooq whilst making tawaf he stopped the crowd he said to the people pointing out to Hajar al he said inni hajarun i know that you are nothing but a stone you don't benefit anyone you don't harm anyone for if Umar did not see the lips of nabi karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam touching you kissing you Umar would never come close to you this is the Aqidah of the believers and kissing the black stone was a commandment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that stone is from Jannet and kissing the stone is a rahmat from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for his community. For Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I said, anyone who has kissed the black stone on the day of Qayyamah that black stone will intercede on behalf of that individual. Will make shafaat. Will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so and so person made umrah or hajj at so and so time, he came to me, he kissed me, he will give shahada and by the barakat of that kissing Allah will open up the doors of Jannah for him. That is why we kiss the black stone. We kiss the black stone not in an act of ibadah but showing the act of love. Like how the Muslim kisses the Quran not as an act of ibadah but as an act of love. Cherishing the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like how the companions kissed the hands of the Prophet and the forehead of the Prophet. Not as an act of ibadah but as an act of love. Similarly the Muslim kisses the stone not as an act of ibadah like the Hindus. But we, Allahu Akbar, kiss it only because it is the sunnah of nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Sunnah is nur. Isa alayhi salatu wa Though we have nothing to do with the present Bible today. Though it is corrupted. Even today in the Bible it is mentioned, Isa wassalam said to his disciples, For I have many things yet to say unto you, but you have no power to bear. For time is short, for the ruler of the world is coming. Who is this ruler of the world? Who can take that place after Isa alayhi salatu was Who qualifies for that position? The words mentioned in the Bible for the ruler of the world is coming. Who is the ruler of the world? None other than Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. The ruler of the world is coming and Isa alayhi salatu was salam said to his disciples, He shall teach you over all things referring to the sunnah to the actions and to the aqwal to the sayings of nabiya kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam sunnah is noor sunnah is light light that comes in this world the light that comes in the grave light that will come with us in the hereafter the sunnah of nabiya kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the only thing that makes Islam an independent nation from all Islam is a religion that can never be dictated never can Islam be imitated or follow someone muslims only follow Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam the greatest religion Wallahi lazeem. and our sallallahu alayhi wasallam has educated the ummah on every conceivable subject every conceivable subject آئے, کی history کی ہو, ہو, no man in this world in the duration of 23 years Forty years Nabumat is given to him. He exits the world at the age of sixty three. In twenty three years with revelation, with Quran, with Sharia, he also educates the Ummah of how they are to pair off their nails. Which man, which individual being has educated his community and educated them, teaching them how you are to clip your nails, how to pair off your nails. And where are we today? When we have to cut our nails, nail cutter bibi ko, to, 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 to to cut everything without any tarteep. We have to do it. But if only if we apply the sunnah of Nabi Akaream sallallahu cutting the nails would become an act of ibadah. Huzur alayhi salatu would cut his nails in the riwayat, it comes on a thursday or a friday. In the riwayat, the ulama have said that aap alayhi wasallam would start with the right hand, with the right hand, forefinger his English. And then to the middle finger, and then the ring finger, and then the last finger, and then going back to the left hand, the last finger, ring finger, middle finger, forefinger, and the thumb and then coming back ending on the right hand right hand thumb this is the tartib this is how you cut nails this is the education this is the tartib of rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam. we cut nails like that from the right hand start starting from the index finger ending at the thumb kis ki taleem sallallahu find any individual from the time of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, go and scan all the history books in the library and find out has any individual taught their community how to wash their body parts, how to make ghusl. There is no system in the world, only in Islam that has rules and regulation of also ghusl, how to clean your body. Subhanallah If you talk to someone who is a non-Muslim, he is shocked. Laws and rules and regulations about entering a bath, making ghusl, having a shower. The shower in the modern world is fill the tub up with water and have a few ducks and take a magazine and read. And that's it. That's the modern world bathing system. And that's it and you just simply get out from the bath take a towel and spray here and there and that's it that is ghusl no ghusl Allahu Akbar in the Islamic terminology Aaf Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would wash his hands first follow me carefully apply the Sunnah for even ghusl will become Ibadat even ghusl will become ibadat. one has to do ghusl. how nice it would be if he applied the sunnah he never forgets to brush, brush his teeth he never forgets to use his best perfume and body spray he never forgets to comb his hair he never forgets to use his favorite shampoo but the muslim today forgets to apply the sunnah to make ghusl and to clean his body how shameful may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on the Muslims we hear the maulana sits and talks you go out of the masjid country sunnat it's all out there lip service books are there you don't need a maulana it's all in English take time out and read read how huzul performed ghusl. Mm-hmm. go to jamaat and learn the Sunnah. seek ilm however you can seek ilm, sit in the company of ulama or read books if one is allergic in sitting in the company of ulama, read books subhanallah mm-hmm. those are there opened, different channels and avenues are there Seek knowledge. alayhi wa would wash his hands. After that, he would purify the private parts, make istinja, again when I say istinja, you are not to do istinja in the bathroom. What I mean is purifying the private parts, the front and the back, make istinja. And if there is impurity on any other body part, clean that off first. Once that is done. Huzur would make Wuzu exactly like how we make Wuzu for Ghusl, uh, wuzu, Namaz. You have a choice to wash your feet in the beginning whilst you're doing Wuzu or even at the end when you are to complete your Ghusl. Once Wuzu is completed, wash your hands, wash your private parts, and then make Wuzu. Once Wuzu is completed, three times pour water over your head making sure water reaches everywhere on the scalp on the head coming down and then three times pour water on the right hand shoulder pour water in such a way that the water falls all the way down three times and then finally three times again pour water three times on the left hand side and that is your ghusl completed Ghusl completed. We don't have to spend hours in the Ghusl kana. We don't have to. That that is wrong. That is Fuzul. Fuzul kharchi. That is wrong. Islam is a simple religion. Once you have purified your body, you get out. Give someone else a chance. Three furs of Ghusl. Two. Wash your mouth thoroughly. And to let the water go inside the nostrils properly not to suffocate yourself and finally making sure that the entire body is drenched with water from head to feet your, wuzu, your ghusl is completed this is the sunnah, this is the farz of, of ghusl inshallah we will make amal on this inshallah. and if we make amal even whilst making ghusl according to the Sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam the time you spend in the bathroom is ibadah, munkar, and uh, Allahu Akbar the angels are there the Kiram and Katibin are there making note of everything all the good actions that you have done of sallallahu alayhi wasallam has educated the ummah it is a pity my respected brothers Though books are there, knowledge is there, but we are just busy criticizing. And that is what the Muslim is good for today. Oh, wala mulsabhankay? Ah, mulsabhankay. Bhai, bhi Apply the Sunnah. Apply the Sunnah. Forget everything. Apply the Sunnah. What is the Sunnah? No. But we are busy criticizing, that person, so, that person is so, that person is so, that person is so, that person is so. And we are so far away of the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on us. Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam, even when he went for his sinja, he said to the ummat, that the shayateen and the jinns occupy the toilets, whether it's your house or whether it's anywhere else. They occupy the toilets. Save yourselves from the shayateen and jinns. How do we save ourselves? Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said, put your left leg, foot first in the toilet, and before entering, say Allahumma inni aaudu bika min al-kubusi wal-khabait. Reading that, Allahu Akbar protects you. The shayateen are blocked away from you. Mukhtasar si dua. How many people here sitting in this congregation even know this very basic dua, which Madhur alayhi salatu was would read all the time when he would enter the toilet. Hazrat Anas radiyallahu ta'ala said, Ka'an al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, إِذَا al khala, Every time the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered the toilet, he would read, Allahumma inni bika min al-Khubusi wal-Khaba'is. He would never ever urinate in the bathroom. Never urinate standing up. Hazrat Aisha has mentioned Man Anyone who informs you that the Prophet urinated, passed water in the standing posture. Don't believe him. Maqana Yabulu illa the Prophet only passed water in the sitting position today you go to muslim countries in public se- sectors to follow and imitate the kuffar muslims today allahu akbar because they don't perform salah will casually urinate standing up allahu akbar and huzud alayhi salatu muslim took every precaution araf sallallahu alayhi wasallam said fa inna amat al Qabr that the punishment in the grave is connected with the qatarat of Peshab, the, 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 the drops of urine. Huzur alayhi salatu was salaam, being a prophet, everything internally and externally was bark for Huzur alayhi salatu was but yet he would be extra cautious, making sure not a single drop. And even from Muslims, using the masjid toilet, they stand up and urinate. Stand up and urinate. And you can see Peshab everywhere. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on the ummat. Where are we from the sunan of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, my respected brothers? Some of the Adab whose time does not allow me, alayhi, Salatu wasalam, would wear and cover his head when he went to the toilet. Never smoke in the toilet. Smoking in the toilet is not right. Never read magazines, take a book, pass your time in the toilet. That is not the area where you want to read and seek knowledge. Allahu Akbar! Never spit in the toilets. The shayateen are there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfeeq. Majority of the people would even forget because at that, at that precise time the shaytan is there trying, he's very hard to make that individual forget the dua, to make that individual forget the sunan of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfeeq. A simple plea to the brothers here come and sit in the dars sit in the masajid have connection with the ulama ask them what is the sunnah ask them read books apply the basic sunnah of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah subhanahu wa taala give us the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said wa akhiru da'wana rabbil alameen.